Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm going to kick the ball over to uh, this week. It's just going to be Randall and I once again. This is from uh, our very, very last session that we did before all of our traveling and whatnot. I think we've actually released some of our proper episodes that we've recorded since everyone's, you know, back in their home bases and whatnot. I'm back in Michigan. Randall's back in Seattle. John's been in Chicago the whole time here. But yeah, this is uh, from one of... uh, the kind of mega sessions that uh, Randall and I did, we ended up talking for like three or four hours. We recorded a couple of episodes, um, proper episodes, and then also just talked a bunch of uh, you know travel plans and whatnot beforehand. We dig into some uh, Demon Throttle. My Demon Throttle saga continues. Uh, you know, uh, we've all played the game now at this point. It's a game that I definitely intend on talking about in the future on the podcast, like the actual game itself. But uh, yeah, Randall and I kind of dig into my uh, just, yeah, never ending quest to track down a physical copy of that game. And then uh, the wonderful folks over at Doinksoft and uh, Special Reserve Games who made and uh, published the physical copy of the game uh, were kind enough to send one my way. So I'll kind of get into the details of that and whatnot. And we get into all sorts of video game nonsense and non-video game nonsense a lot of our uh, old uh, Michigan stomping grounds as far as our retro game collecting. We kind of dip our toes into those waters as well. But also, as per usual, you know, I got to talk about a few of the things that I've been playing lately. And again, like I said, we're probably going to save the Demon Throttle for a future episode. And that's uh, once again, kind of the problem I'm having with this intro here where I'm like, man, a lot of the stuff uh, that I want to talk about or that I've been playing, I've either kind of already talked the guy's ears off about either in the Discord or uh, before some of the episodes that we've recorded since we've been back in town and whatnot. So I'm like, I'll probably, those will probably end up making it onto other episodes of or intros or whatever for Save It For The Cast or in like the later chunks of the Save It For The Cast or whatever. But at this point, I'm just uh, rambling about nothing. <laughs> So why don't I dive into a couple of the demos that I checked out recently? I've been doing a bunch of streaming lately, mostly just kind of testing out my setup. I think I've mentioned this a few times now, but I mean, I've just been having all sorts of computer issues. Once again, today, uh, our power went out again last night. This is like the fourth or fifth time since I've been uh, back home in Michigan for like not even six months now that the power has gone out. And I mean, you know, I don't want to complain. I've, you know, we've been able to go to my brother's house on the occasions that the power was out for a little bit longer. Like definitely have a pretty good situation, all things considered. But still, and it wasn't like totally, totally freezing, especially this time. But still, it was like, okay, I got to get out of the house today and run around and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it hasn't been the the best setup. So because I've had all these like ups and downs and trials and tribulations with just my computer in general and the streaming and whatnot, uh, I've just been kind of doing these like test run streams before bed. And I kind of want to do them a little more regularly, like these before bedtime kind of in my head. I'm like, I'm burning through the backlog before bedtime. You know, I got to always think of my (laughs) alliteration and everything. But uh, yeah, I've been doing some demo streams. And like I said, there's a few other games that I'll probably end up mentioning that I really, really love that will come up on future episodes of the podcast. But a couple that I know I haven't talked about quite yet are uh, this game called the first one I'll mention is called The Ballad of Bonky. And I checked this one out at the very end of a stream the other night and I had only played a tiny tiny bit of this demo back when our uh, pal Paradigm uh, over from the Indie Game Collective he and I would do these tag team uh, streams tag team demo streams actually we would each pick like four or five demos for upcoming indie games and we'd each kind of take turns I think I've even mentioned this on the podcast before uh, we'd either take turns. I think we would even just like, he'd play his handful of demos and then I'd play mine and we just kind of talk about indie games and talk about them while we played and whatnot. It was a ton of fun, but I played a little bit of this ballad of bonky demo and we had some technical issues. Like for whatever reason, my, you know, I'm always playing on my crummy little laptop and it was just like really putting the stream through the paces. So I was like, okay, the frame rates dropping like crazy. Let's not push it. Uh, so let's jump over, over to another game. 
But I kind of, you know, ever since then, I was like, oh, this seems really cool. And like it was still on my wish list. And, you know, playing the little chunk I played, I was like, OK, I, I definitely still am into this game. I don't really need to play more of the demo because uh, I am somebody who tends to like if I play the demo, I just never get around to playing the actual game a lot of times. But anyways, uh, I ended up just deciding I was like, OK, I played a couple other things. I had a few more minutes left. and I was like, you know what? I still have this sitting on my computer. Let me fire up that uh, Ballad of Bonky demo. And it's a really amazing like the art style is what catches your eye or at least caught my eye initially. It's got this really awesome claymation art style and it's just like full blown like Saturday morning cartoon vibes again with like this like just incredible like Wallace and Gromit style maybe not quite that detailed but still really really detailed uh, and like really smooth buttery like it a lot of times games that lean into like kind of more traditional or traditional or non-traditional like hand drawn or handcrafted animation stuff and then tacking that onto gameplay and that's something i've talked about on the podcast a number of times like just like uh you know games like prince of persia is the one that always comes to mind or flashback or another world or something like that those games that have like really cool animation but then when you're playing them you're like oh man you gotta time that jump perfectly whereas like ballad of bonky this is like a really snappy top-down bullet hell ish bullet hell light but kind of bullet hell ish uh where you're like dodging projectiles and enemies and then it kind of works like almost like pinball style i've talked about a game a small little indie game called siege of osaka before or a, a bigger indie game called creature in the well and that's sort of what uh, it reminds me of a little bit you're like running around and it, you actually can play this game two-player co-op as well which it seems like it would be an absolute dream to play this two-player co-op but even playing uh just single player like the energy the mood even like the story there's like all these aliens and cryptids and it's got it's just like right up my alley in so many ways uh the sense of humor is really really great uh which doesn't always doesn't often i should say resonate with me in video games or really not just video games reading you know whatever it might be like humor it's it's tough to get right especially when you don't know the pace people are going to be playing the game at and whatever uh, but i really just was blown away with the demo even like the closing credits it's got this like kind of trippy visual with the developer like an actual like video of the person going like you want to buy this game <laughs> like kind of like hypnotizing you it just had such a crazy bonkers uh energy and personality that i'm like okay this game is just so so up my alley um, and then another demo that I checked out actually at the end of a different stream, I ended up playing a ton of some other games that I like played quite a bit longer than I anticipated uh, playing some other games. And actually, the developer of this game called Rhythm Quest, uh, they had worked on the soundtrack of a game that I was playing right before that. The game was called Shovel Fall. Uh, and that's a game that I'll be mentioning on a future episode of the podcast for sure. Uh, most likely on a save it for the cast uh, episode. But uh Anyways, uh, I ended up jumping over. I was loving the music so much in Shovelfall that I was like, you know what? I played a little bit of this Rhythm Quest demo. Actually, you know what? Funnily enough, I think I did that with uh, one of those tag team uh, demo streams with Paradigm as well. I'm not 100% positive about that because I know I, I, I had a little video clip saved on my computer, but it had no commentary. It was just like gameplay. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I ever streamed this, and I only played a little bit of that as well. So I ended up going back to it, and it's kind of like an auto-runner two-button arcade game, rhythm game, uh, but it's like a precision platformer, but it's very much in the vein of, like, uh, Bit Trip Runner or whatever, but unlike Bit Trip Runner, which I know I've criticized that game endlessly on the podcast when it comes up, about how, like, they, for whatever reason, at least maybe, maybe I didn't have the calibration set up right with the audio and visuals on my TV or whatever, but when I would play those games, it felt like the, like, music, like, when you would, it wasn't synced up to, like, when you would press the button, it was like, okay, so if you were running as... Uh, commander video and you're jumping over a gap the actual like 
like note of the music or whatever the beat of the music would actually be when commander video was directly over that gap so that's like kind of how they like dialed in the levels with the music and to me that was a little bit off because you always had to push the button a little bit before you would instinctively hear it in the song the note or whatever uh whereas rhythm quest does the exact opposite and it's again maybe it's just because i'm playing on my computer and everything's calibrated a little bit differently or more perfectly or whatever more precisely but whatever the case it was just i just thought it was so so expertly designed in the sense that again it's just a two button game you either jump or attack and then there's either like gaps or enemies you know and sometimes they'll be like you kind of learn like okay this kind of wood block enemy i have to attack twice so i like the first time i attack it i just push it back to the next like syncopated beat in the song or whatever and it just does such a good job of visually it was a little bit tough i will say while i was streaming and kind of talking like towards the end i was like definitely just being silent for most of a level and just going oh shit no shit (laughs) but um you really get down like even having never heard these songs before you get a feel for like when the syncopated like when the melody is going to kind of jump the beat a little early and based on not only just the feel of the song but also just kind of seeing where the enemies are placed on the screen and then when you do make a mistake it's not the end of the world it kind of just pulls you back and you lose five of the coins that you collect throughout the stage which for the most part if you beat the stage you're probably going to collect all the coins you might miss one or two if you just totally miss time a jump or something um or i guess maybe you could just not jump when there are coins that you don't necessarily have to jump over a gap i can't remember but for the most part you're collecting them all but every time you die you go back to the previous checkpoint which are pretty generous um but at the same time you lose five coins so because at first i was like i'm pretty there's no way i didn't like i beat these levels without getting all the coins but i was like oh that's how i lost some and again by the end of the demo it uh doesn't have a full three worlds but it has a good chunk of stages um and it just feels so great by the last i think they just have three or two or three stages from the third world that are definitely much more challenging than the first two and it's just got such a great pixel art style kind of simplistic in some ways but just has a bunch of like parallax layers and the colors are just really great and the way the visuals like kind of pick up pace with how fast you run even though everything like for the most part again you're not controlling how fast you're running you're just pressing jump or attack and sometimes pressing attack in the air or holding down the jump button when you land on top of these wings and then releasing it at the right time so it really does kind of juggle how you use those two mechanics so yeah those were kind of the two standout demos to me apart from the stuff that i mentioned like i said that it's going to come up on future episodes of the podcast but I think I'll probably leave it there for the chit chat for the intro or for the intro rambling, I guess I should say, and kick it over to the chit chat. The only other game I've really been playing is some uh, Wonder Boy, Asha and Monster World, which is uh, a sort of or pretty much is a remake of uh, the Wonder Boy 4 uh, game, which I don't, it has another subtitle. It's like it might be Asha and Monster World. I don't remember, but it's Wonder Boy 4 or Monster World 4. I don't know exactly what it is, but actually the physical version on Switch, which I picked up or I got for the holidays and swapped out my copy. I think I talk about that with Randall and John at some point, too, just how I, I got the European PAL version on accident at first. And now I got the North American NTSC version and all is well. And yeah, it even comes with the actual original Genesis version, which originally uh, Monster World 4 or whatever the game is called, Monster Boy 4, uh, never actually came out here in North America before this port. And they actually did uh, like I I think back in the PS3 era or so, you know, probably about a decade ago, because I remember downloading that uh, the original, just like the Genesis version with the full English translation. Uh, and even that was a big deal. Like, oh, this game finally, you know, is translated into English. So to see it like, oh, all, you know, two in one, I get the original game with the translation and I get this kind of, you know, modernized cell shaded remake. Uh, it's pretty cool. I, I've been enjoying it. It's a, it's definitely kind of a more casual game. 
uh, and I've just been kind of enjoying it in that regard. Like, okay, it's kind of nice to just kick back at the end of the night and chip away at this one. So yeah, I'll probably save that for jumping in because Randall's always a, a big Sega guy. So I feel like I should save that for when he and I, and a, and a big uh, Monster Boy, Monster World fan, Wonder Boy. I feel like that that, that series just has such a messed up, <laughs> we're getting into that t- territory with our uh, episode titles as well. But yeah, I've done enough rambling at this point. I'll save the uh, Wonder Boy for a future episode. And uh, yeah, like I said, kick it over to uh, Randall and I for a little more uh, chit chat uh, from right before our uh, recent uh, travel. And uh, until next week, we will uh, catch you then and take care. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. And speaking of just random, uh, and since we're since we're probably since uh, or, or since we are for sure still tabling uh, Demon Throttle. So when I first got uh, my copy of Demon Throttle, uh, yeah, like the retail version, I think yeah. I talked about this on like a save it for the cast. So to add to the saga a little bit, I uh, got my copy, you know, and I opened it up, and it didn't have the manual. Like it was just the game case and the cartridge. So right. if you bought it. Once I looked into it a little more, like if you bought it in retail stores, there's like three versions. There's like a collector's edition that you can get from uh, uh, not super rare um, special reserve games. Sounds right. Um, And then there's like the regular edition, but it still comes with like the manual and some stickers. And then there's the retail edition that you can just get it like Best Buy. And so I had like the Amazon pre-order, which probably would have been the same as the Best Buy. Then it got canceled. Uh, so I was like, oh, man, I got to get it in stores. And then I went and got it. It was missing the manual. I was super bummed. So like right when I got it, I was like, oh, I, I like took a picture of the game. I was like, oh, and posted it online. I was like, oh, I can't wait to start up Demon Throttle. But I'm super bummed. You know, I'm, it, I thought I was going to have this manual in it. And I didn't I didn't know at the time that it like didn't come with that. I was almost like tagging Doink Soft and uh, um, Devolver, like letting them know, like, hey, I think these got shipped without the manuals and them like, be you know, just a heads up kind of situation. Yeah. And Doinksoft ended up reaching out like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, no, it's actually my bad. I looked into it a little bit more and saw that it's like, oh, it, you know, the, the version I got isn't supposed to come with anything. I right. thought it was just missing stuff. Now right. that I know that, like, I got what I got, you know, I'm, I'm totally fine. Not a manufacturing up, error, just a, yeah. a, a version of the game, a skewed yeah, that, game. That just doesn't come with the collector's stuff or yep. whatever. But they ended up, uh, they were like, oh, let, let us uh, reach out to you or whatever. And they ended up reaching out, got uh, my address, and they sent me, like, the collector's collector's edition of the game. Oh, and I just shoot. got that in the mail yesterday. So it's got, like, the full, like, cardboard slipcase. and it's got the manual it actually it actually has like a different uh cover like on the actual like switch game box nice Uh, i haven't unwrapped it yet but it's got like it says like number 45 out of nine thousand. and i was like holy shit man i was like five yeah i was like i feel like kind of a jerk like i posted this like complaining post like oh man i didn't get my manual and my (laughs) stickers oh this stinks let me tag the develop like i did genuinely like i was like posting it truly to kind of be like oh i you know heads up you know, there might be a bunch of these out there and in mm. stores that are missing stuff. Um, but yeah, it was like, man, they, they, they are too kind to just reach out and uh, send that out uh, our way. So with one really, of the, really like, cool under under 100 SKUs out of 9000, no less for a special edition. Like that's that's very cool. That's awesome. Well, the thing I know we've talked about on the podcast before, too, like how you've picked up quite a few of those like limited run oh, yeah. or, you know, those kind of exclusive ones. And Lots I've kind of, of kept my distance from all Smart. those like, oh, I can just, <laughs> I, you know, I just can't do it. And especially like not having worked as much in a, if, you know, yeah, in a long time, it's, it's like very easier to resist those. Mm-hmm. But now that 
I have this with like a nice slip case and I know oh, yeah. they have a Gato Roboto of this. And I'm like, oh, man, what if they make a Gunbrella, which is the next game coming out from Doink Soft? I'm like, I got to have that whole trilogy then. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to wait too long before Gato Roboto is not available anymore. And which I do like love that game. Yeah, it's a cool game. Um, That's part of why I didn't want to miss out on Demon Throttle. Yep. You know, I was like, ah. When they announced that second patch, I was like, I, I got to buy it. I, I can't miss out on a Doink Soft game as much as I was kind of like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this only physical thing. Yeah. Pretty, I don't know. Pretty, I, I just couldn't miss out on it. I was like, at least they had the the kindness to not just be like, hey, we we made our batch and it's done. You know, they're yeah. like, okay, there's clearly more demand for this. We're going to make a second wave. Yeah. I'm all, I'm, I got respect for that kind of stuff. It was it's like if you're going to make a limited run. Uh, or, you know, I guess it doesn't have to be from limited run. But, yeah, if you're going to make a limited batch of stuff, it's cool to make a be open to running a second pressing or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And that's fine. Like, as long as you're distinguishing the 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 original pressing when you thought that was the only one from follow up. Right, pressings, right. Even people like me who are more collector types and I, I've calmed down tremendously on any of that stuff. But still, like, as long as you kind of distinguish the versions, Yeah, I have zero problem with that at all. Yeah, I totally agree on that front, too, because, yeah, because now, like, because there's been so many games, like, with uh, even Panzer Paladin, you know, when yeah. I saw that that had a physical release, I think, through Limited Run. Yep. And it's like now they're like they sell for like 70, 60, 50, 90 bucks right. on Amazon. It's like, ah, it's like I should have just got it when it was like 30 or 40 or whatever they go for. But yeah, these uh, again, you know, they did send it our way, so I didn't buy it. But I think uh, I think this version of it was 35 bucks. So pretty, pretty reasonable for yeah. considering the other version is 30 bucks yeah. that, that I got at the store. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm like definitely in the market of like ah, if they still have Gato Roboto available, oh, if, yeah. and they do release Gunbrella on that platform, like they they're really like the the box almost has like a shiny like foil embossed oh, logo man. design on it too. Oh, it's really man. slick. It's really slick. Now I'm I'm pulling up the uh, yeah special reserve games. That's that's uh, oh geez, look at that. Yeah. So you got the you got like the standard version through them. What did I get through them? I think. I think I did. I think it was. I think it was the standard. It was like the first run of the standard version. I don't even think I've opened it yet, so I'm not even sure what's included. Uh, nice. Yeah. Oh, because got a Roboto sold out on Special Reserve. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh, that's what I get. That's what I get. Yep. But I'll have to just be on the lookout uh, in the future because, yeah, the packaging is just it's really, really well done. Yep. Uh, I was really nervous, like opening like, you know, those cardboard like slipcase type boxes like it's not a it's not just a sleeve. It's like an actually like you open the box from either the top or bottom. Yeah. Like you got to kind of like get your thumb in there and like pry it open. I'm like, oh, I'm going to bend it. Like, uh-huh. oh, shoot. like you just try uh-huh. to do it so temperamentally like oh, do this one time. Never open it again. I know. Uh, I wince every time I have to open any of like those cardboard flaps because I'm like, oh, my. Big, yeah, that's exactly. Thumb is going to make a big like creasy imprint on this. And I don't know. Yep. And I try to use both of my thumbs to like, let's equal the pressure on both sides. <laughs> so we open and then it just like, oh, there's that's kind exactly of two creases, what I was doing. But I guess uh, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Yep. That's it. We are the same person when it comes to that, for sure, because I was definitely just like, how can I try in the bottom, the top? The bottom almost felt like there was like a little like thumb notch at first, Ew. Like, but I, but it was actually more of a cutaway to show the the like limited number, like number 45 oh, or whatever. Sweet. So I was like, oh, I kept trying to like get it. I was like, no, but I don't want to rip that area for sure. If right. I rip it, like if, at least if I rip it, it'll just be on the top or something like away from the design. Yeah. 
Uh, but thankfully, I got, I got it open pretty cleanly eventually. I, I was able to pry like each side individually slowly. It's It's got kind of like a softer, like almost like matte finish to oh, the I box like that. a soft like plush feel to that. it yeah so i'm looking like, at the pictures too uh geez. it's slick the stickers are really cool too it they, they actually funnily enough uh since we're going to talk about grindstone tonight they kind of almost look like they could be grindstone characters or like enemies or something yeah. i don't know if it shows the stickers on there but just the way they're that totally different art style from the game um which is cool that's funny oh yeah that's sick that's that's yeah. really cool that they did that yeah, I'm I'm really pumped. I'm gonna have to like give John my copy of uh my uh, my original copy that I bought at Best Buy or hey, something. That's sweet. Then we'd all have round our, out the trio. Copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Because I was at first I was like, what am I gonna do with uh this other copy? Because I I feel like guilty that they sent me a free one. Like I gotta I can't just hold on to two copies of the game, especially oh, since could. it's a limited physical. <laughs> but in my brain, I'm like, it's a limited physical. Like there's only a limited number of these, and they sent me an extra one. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta. I got to get this one into some good hands. Mm-hmm. That John um, John would be the right call in that case. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he would appreciate. Oh it, yeah, I think. it's a fun one and oh, a good yeah. uh, good co op game. I think Lauren would actually even appreciate just watching him play the oh, ridiculousness yeah. of it. Oh yeah. That's um, so cool. But yeah, but yeah. Back to uh, the the Michigan trip. Uh, I'm pretty much down for whatever. Obviously, I don't have uh, the best setup for like. I wish I could just be like, oh, come over to my place and let's hang out and order some food and game and whatever. Um, which we, I guess we could do it, yeah. but our house is like such a disaster right now. Like the kitchen's being remodeled. Like it's a, it's kind of a shit show at my parents' house right I now. Um, I totally So we understand. might be better off trying to like find like if there's like a cool like arcade bar or something yeah. like that or so, somewhere where we can like hang, or even like go to Gibraltar or something. I or, would love I don't to know, go do to something Gibraltar. like along those lines I'm where not we can even, like hang out. Obviously, you know, I'm not kidding. I'm a sicko. I, I, I'm not either. Yeah. Yeah. I will go to Gibraltar I, without question, even on like a Tuesday. I actually even better if it was. Yeah. <laughs> Although then like some of the vendors probably wouldn't be there if they're even open on those days. But yeah, I forget. I know they I know they like used to i think only be weekends or maybe that was just yeah. like when they had the big like oh sunday is like the big day um because i remember it being a thing we would occasionally do after like church yeah like when we were younger yeah. Like, yeah let's go to gibraltar like once every few years yeah do it. but yeah i'd be very up for doing some hunting or whatever. obviously i want to see like tina and fiona oh, too, yeah. if that uh, if we can make that happen absolutely but, um i should be pretty much wide open for those two weeks so pretty flexible with whatever your guys schedule ends up uh looking like that would be awesome and i appreciate that because yeah i just like i've been so bad about like reserving time with i know i need to do that too with like family and stuff i just like and now it's just we're days away i gotta like figure yeah, this I stuff look, out I, I was just thinking i was like oh because i remember like a few days ago i was like or whenever we were talking about it in the discord i was like oh, i'll shoot you a text and then i was like oh I'll, I, I'll just talk to him when we record the podcast yeah. and then i was like Oh, it's already the 26th. Like, man, it's like almost the end of the month. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Cause I keep thinking like, I'm going to try to go to Chicago, like right after, uh, you take off while Glenn's in town in Chicago and, and to get the rest of my stuff and whatever. And just, you know, uh, yeah, just make a trip to Chicago after you, uh, head back to Seattle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, just to hang out and see John and I see everybody. Absolutely. Basically. But I'm just like, man, that feels so far off. And now it's like, man, it's like two weeks away, three weeks away. I know. So I gotta get ready to go. My car is like, oh my god, duct taped together. It's falling apart, man. <laughs> the bumper. Seen better days, but I'm like, it's running. So yeah. Again, knock knock on wood. But hey, it's running. 
if they can get yeah. us to to Gibraltar, depending on uh, if uh, <laughs> Tina's Tina's mom's letting us borrow um, an SUV that she's got uh, for the time period. But I don't know if uh, Tina might need that during whatever time it might be. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, how yeah. Gonna, you know, play might, all that out, but we'll see. Yeah, how and it goes. I might be able to use in, in worst case scenario. I, my mom, like every day when I go to drive my car, like my parents are like, you, "Are you sure that thing's okay? You sure that, <laughs> use my car. It's fine." Because my mom works from home yeah. now, but so like for the most part, she doesn't need. Or if if she needed it, she could use mine. It's not like. But I'm like, hey, it's start, you know, again, I I hate that they say it every time and ask, are you sure it's OK? Because then I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. But every time I say it's fine, I'm like, I'm jinxing it. Quit asking me, guys. <laughs> like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go out there and it's not going to start. Yep. Like the other day, like it started like beeping. It made this like loud beep where I was like this, like ding, ding. Uh-huh. But it just my coolant was uh, low. So I had to just top that off. But mm-hmm. I was just like pan. I was like anything that goes wrong now because I'm always like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, just panicking. Uh, I, I know that feeling all too well in driving in Michigan, no less. I know that feeling yeah. all too well driving very dangerous vehicles uh, until they literally just don't work on the dry uh, on the road anymore. Um, yeah, I've done that yep. a couple of times, actually. Yeah, you just can't let it go. Like when you're like, hey, I've already got like I've, it's paid off. I, I don't have a car payment right now. Like I. Why would I add that to my life if it's still getting the job done? And I was so. hella poor. So it was like, yeah, what am I exactly, supposed to do? Yeah permanently yeah. closed Gibraltar, Gibraltar? At, what at least that's what Google Maps is saying oh my god that's shocking I hope that's not true but that uh I could kind of I guess with COVID and stuff I could kind of see that actually darn if they were hanging on by a thread before but there or maybe Taylor Trade Town although obviously I, they could have a similar fate. that's my jam is that Taylor Trade Town that was late era still in Michigan I went there all the time yeah yeah they i I think i only went there with you i think just one time i want to say wow um maybe one other time but i i really i only have one specific man and i don't remember getting much i remember like i don't know i just wasn't in the market for a ton of stuff but i remember them having like quite a few just cool random those are the more fun finds like i mean it's cool to find any a cool game anywhere but or get it online on eBay. Like, you know, I ordered some cool games and still had fun doing it that way, but it's so much more fun it's, to yeah, just like, kind of same. find it in the wild. Not even close you know, to the right? same as finding it in the wild. It's a whole yeah. separate experience. Yeah. Let's see if or Taylor at a retro Town, convention. Because, yeah, Gibraltar's, yeah, and at a convention works too. But even, even yeah. like a Taylor or Gibraltar, like the true, like, grimy flea market experience um, was, was yeah. even more a step in, like, I don't know the serendipity of it all and just like yeah i don't know like it almost had like a garage sale yes. sort of feel like oh i found this at i just popped in at this person's house and yes. they happen to have all these random super nintendo games or even when we went to that guy's trailer yes. like he had he had every game he you did. could want pretty much i'm like darn uh, i wish NES i had more money at this time in my life than i did i know man i i spent so much money at that yeah, you, you did the right thing but I, I like I rounded out my NES collection pretty much like with every good game that I didn't have or not not every but you know a good chunk of all the good games that I didn't already own. You did okay. So uh, Taylor Trade Town Center is still open and they are open from 10 a.m. to at least 6 p.m. on Thursday through Sunday and it looks like Friday Saturday they're open till eight. So there's there's okay nice there's opportunities Got a good window there yeah Thursday through Sunday so. Okay. Okay. Let's like tentatively try to aim for that. I yeah. guess that that would I would be very down for that. Me too. 
Um, and I'll try to poke around. I'll, I'll try to see if that like hobby is what, what area are you going to be in? Um, so, um, uh, my father-in-law and brother-in-law booked us, uh, an Airbnb for the stay too. Nice. And it's, um, it's kind of in that like, uh, greater Waterfordish area. It's not tremendously far, uh, cause it's closer to where, um, my dad and his his family are are generally in that region too, um, for the most part. And then um, Tina's Tina's parents and some of those folks are kind of in the Lapeer area, and then a little bit okay, into like yeah. the Thumb. And then my my mom and um, my sister and folks are just a little bit more towards like Detroit area, like Warren, Detroit area. So like, okay, yeah, kind yeah. of kind of triangulates a lot of that stuff um, with that with that location. So. That should, okay. that should work out pretty well too. Yeah. Yeah. That was Cause yeah, I've, I've actually, yeah, driven around a few, like I'll be over by like Opdyke and whatnot. And I'm like, Oh, over by Randall's old place, man. Yeah. Yeah. The old apartment. Oh yeah. Many a strikers match. Oh yes. Oh yeah. You, those, those, I remember it was, uh, man, me, you Milton and AK would just go hard on strikers. Yeah. Um, match after match. And just, I think it was, was it me and you versus AK and Milton? Was that, or was it me I and think Milton? I ended up with AK on my team most of the time, which uh, yeah. I was, I was happy for the privilege. Um, yeah, <laughs> he was a beast. He was a beast. He was incredible he was at that game. Yeah. That and smash brothers. Yeah. Like I remember I went over his house one random time and yeah. he had like some friends over and like, he's like, Oh, I want to play some smash. And I'm like, Oh yeah, play some video games, man. I just, that was, that was actually the moment where I was like, I hate smash. dude. <laughs> like everybody is so good at this game and I'm so bad. I, I got, uh, I got my ass beat and smash like the couple of times I've played some of the more recent ones with like friends over here. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I guess I've been kind of trash at this since melee. Um, <laughs> I've yeah. been out of practice. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I really was only ever good at the 64 one Me too. and good and pat like, you know, I don't even know how good I was. We were just younger, I guess. And like, play, you know, just played with like neighborhood friends mostly. But I just, I mostly remember about that game, honestly, just playing like the shit out of break the targets, like oh, especially yeah. with Pikachu. Like you could do that, like lightning. Yeah, dash, and it was like, oh, move. man, you can like shave off some time. Yeah. Or, may, or did they have different challenges for every character? Now, now that I think about it, I can't remember how they had that set up, actually. There was, yeah, there's the, or if you could just do it with every character, I think you I could do remember. it with every character. Um, and like, I was always like a, a metal guy, or something. Then you could really control oh. the lightning, uh, thing yeah. that way too. And I like the, the built in baseball bat. It was, it was always yeah. very good. And like, yeah, just being able to save yourself with that like yeah. launch as well. Like that was so satisfying, like a little more satisfying than a typical, just like up B grab oh, yes. the ledge. Like, Oh, let me blast myself with like a last fucking chance. Yes. Just, I don't know, felt very satisfying. It did. Yeah, it I played, a little played bit more Ness skill. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that I often put myself at a disadvantage, but it was it was still fun. Yeah, it's just more fun. More fun that way. But yeah, that might have been my problem. I should have just played like some brute character that I can button mash with. <laughs> well, but, now, I, now I need to, I'm going to put this in a new list. Taylor Town Trade Center. That's where I'm going. New list. Yeah. Heck yeah. And like I said, yeah, I'll trip. do a little dig in to see if that hobby toy shop or whatever oh, still yeah. has games i'll go uh, to any any of those sort of places or any, honestly i'll go to any video game store too there's always yeah, interesting yeah. stuff and you know obviously there's yeah you still never games know what you're like, gonna find why don't i have these mario tennis games or mario yeah Golf yeah you know, advance <laughs> never know what you're gonna find man mm-hmm. and you never know what it's gonna cost these days but <laughs> yeah. regardless you never know what you're gonna yeah, find yeah that's fair it's it's a coin toss though you, you never know you yeah know? 
some people don't know what they have. Yeah, sometimes the sometimes the folks that run those places are just a little lackadaisical with updating their prices, and that can kind of work out okay. Yeah, or they're just like that's not like their sole business. Yeah. like they're not just in it to make money right. on getting max dollar for video games mm-hmm. they're just like hey what can we flip for a little extra profit yeah. you know so they're just happy to hey we bought this for you know whatever in a huge lot of video games and we're making you know 10 bucks a game we don't really care or whatever yep so absolutely but oh man well i want to do that that rules Yeah, I definitely want to get some because he he texted me the other day. I was busy and he was like, "Hey, me and my brother are on playing uh, Strikers online." Oh yeah. Um, and I was like, "Ah, I was like, I can't play right now," but I was like, "I'm glad you texted me because like I have not got my money's worth out of that game, so I would be happy to play some." I need to get back um, to that game too. I just like my my Switch play had like fallen off a cliff for a while there, so I, I yeah, just you were general. on that Xbox on that Xbox grind, baby, for like a year. So I, I know like, the feeling, like. <laughs> that that's been like I went switch heavy when I first moved back. Now I'm kind of back on playing on my PC again a little bit. Yeah, uh, playing some of the little indie stuff. But like, yeah. yeah, I was definitely kind of like, oh, I'm just playing Switch for now, mm-hmm. uh, or just playing my 3DS even when I first moved back. Right. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. Kind of forgot I started some of those games, Link Between Worlds. And, Ooh, yeah. Oh man, fuck! I was really liking that. I totally forgot that I started that game. It happens. Yeah, t- especially with me. Typical. It happens. <laughs> But uh, you want to knock out some claps here? Oh, good call. 